Hi guys, welcome to Seven Minute Show. Me, your host Sean. Hi guys, welcome to the Seven Minute Show. Me, your host Sean. Today we're discussing Open Orphan, and I'd like to thank Fifi Finance for bringing it to me. Anyone who hasn't uh, seen her channel, you might want to check it out. She's a London-based uh, woman who delves into all, all kind of things finance and it's very good probably a better than mine but anyway let's get on with it this is the report uh, regarding it. and uh open orphan have released and uh it's just come out Basically, I'm sure you know, they have just taken over HVIVO in January. And we're going to speak about that, but uh, who are Open Orphan? Well, Open Orphan did a reverse merger of Venn Life Sciences a few years ago. And back then, it was undervalued. I tried my hand at YouTube then. I was new, I didn't do any research. And I said about when life science is going in a merger and I didn't even have a name. I just uploaded it in my account. The, and I forgot all about it. So, now, let us delve into the camp. Back then, they were valued at two times their earnings. I will include that report along with uh, other videos that I suggest you watch if you're thinking of uh, investing in it. These videos they are important it is important you know all about a company if you're investing in it now it's involved in the orphan drug company space well orphan drugs they develop medicines for rare diseases the big pharma do not deal with them because there's not enough money in it now the us though has five times the amount of orphan drugs approved than EU and uh, because it has a lot more pharma companies, even small ones than the EU. The, and they have all these tax breaks where the big pharma companies can get off with tax if they fund smaller ones and what they do is they fund it then fund them on condition they get like one percent if anything comes of it and it's all like a merry-go-round but anyway they have they they find it hard to actually get any orphan drugs through without funding from the government so the governments have 
schemes to bring these through. They also have what they call an orphan drug designation, which means they can fast track them through. They do not have the red tape. And they do not have to wait so long. You know her, you have to put the application in, you have to wait until they have time for it to go. And then they uh, uh, then they give you a date. Uh, with the orphan drug, it's, it's different. They have like a special orphan drug section. Anyway, we will go on to it. I'll move on with the news reports first of all, uh, because this is probably what's brought you to it. Uh, Orphan Drug has won a 4.3 million contract through HVIVO uh, for a non-COVID study. And uh, as far as I know, from what I understood with the reports, they their lab is more or less 100% utilised, whereas previously it was only being 25% utilised. Now, they're bringing in money, according to their financials, first half, they reported 7.1 million, uh, but their EBITDA was a 4.1 million uh, loss. Now, they hope to turn that around fairly soon. And with, I think it's an interesting company because although it's is also in talks with the government, UK government over its testing and its vaccine. Now, it also has a portfolio of eight viral challenge study models. You know, you've got two flu, you can read it yourself, one chronic lung disease, one, you know, two RSV, one HRV, one asthma one cough. Now, it's no wonder that one of them could be, any one of them could be utilised for COVID. And they're supposed to be helping many COVID-19 vaccine development companies. Now, it's no wonder because as I said in a previous video, you don't go searching for the one that can be the first COVID-19 company, you go for an undervalued one, because no one COVID-19, no one pharma company could uh, service enough vaccines for America, let alone the whole world. So they, you will need the others as well. So they're bringing on companies like these. No, you want ones with a pipeline as well, or they need to be extremely undervalued. This has 
Now, this looks good because they're being brought on by bigger companies to help them out, which means that at some point, bigger company may want to put an offer in for them. However, hopefully they'll turn it down unless it's an extremely great offer. The There are other things other than COVID, but let's talk about HVI. Now, to tell the truth, I think they got a great deal here. And I think, I do think HVIVO is the only reason, the acquisition is the only reason they're not profitable. But flu camp, basically what happens is people go in there for a six week period, they get paid thousands of pounds to go in for a six week period. They get given flu and they get given a vaccine to test her of the vaccine is so they can prepare for the next year and that's how it works and they have uh, they have all these four they have these four uh, aspects to it not just flu camp but that flu camp in itself is very lucrative because I'm sure you understand how many flu vaccines uh, sold and not just by these guys but that data as well and I will be speaking about data in a minute now we've been talking about HVIVO and we've touched on open often but well because and even a joint venture with Immutex, uh, 